Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that dro, that's my medicine. I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs because I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, because I finish it. I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat, like a bench player. Man, you never want to start me. Not hardly do you ever scar me. Still, I smoke blunts like I was with Bob Marley. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. H-Cubed up in this bitch. Yes, sir. We're back with another fucking episode. Coronavirus edition, as I'm sure you guys are aware. Quarantine edition. Yes. As you guys can tell, well, we hope you can't tell. So we are in the comforts of our own home. We are away from the Hip Hop Heads uh, studio. Yep. But we still bring you all that heat, all right? So, yes, yes. you know, we're here with another episode. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, there has not really been much going on in the world of hip-hop, as everybody probably knows, due to the coronavirus. Uh, so, you know, we're still going to talk about a few things that have been going on, because there's been enough going on to, you know, keep us keep us floating, keep us going. You know what I'm saying? Hey, just like just like hoes don't get cold, ratchet is going to take breaks, all right? So, <laughs> exactly. Just I'm just saying. But we're here for it. And I guess uh, we can start it off with a little, not too much on the ratchet side, more so on the... Real hip hop, hip hop side. Hip hop. All right. Shout out to all my niggas that's 29 and older. You know what I mean? That uh, tuned in Sunday night. I believe was it Sunday night? Yeah, it was Sunday night. No, no, it was no. Saturday night. One. Was it? Sa- yeah, it was Saturday. You're right. Saturday night. For those of you who tuned in, it was Primo versus my man Rizza. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I remember sending this to you earlier uh, last week. Yes. And uh, I remember specifically saying. Yo, Premier got this shit in the bag, dog. Like this shit is a wrap. Like it's not even gonna be close. But you, I remember you specifically saying, dog, don't sleep on RZA, dog. I'm telling you because Riz, like literally listening to this joint, there were songs that he did. I forgot he produced. Yeah, I mean, I, I think when you uh, when you think of RZA, right? A lot of people initially when they think of it, of RZA, I, I feel like they think of a lot of the early uh, Wu Tang production. You know, and, and and to some degree, I feel like those kind of beats kind of uh, don't really stand the test of time too well, as opposed to a lot of premiere beats. That is very true, and it's honestly, it's just from the difference of styles because RZA's RZA's beat making is so far out there. Like if you listen to old Wu Tang and like honestly, the first albums of pretty much every Wu Tang member. Yeah, like there is some insane beats on there, and it's like I've tried the freestyle over Wu Tang beats. Even if I know the song, I'm not good at it because it's hard right. to freestyle over them joints. So it's just like it's it's a uh, it's almost an acquired taste for real, for real. Which is why I think it just kind of like leads more to the Wu uh, mythos. You know what I'm saying? Is that yeah. like, it's just like how did these bunch of ghetto ass hard ass niggas <laughs> rhyme on such crazy ass fucking put together beats and just make it sound so dope? Like I don't think there's many people out there that can rhyme on old school RZA beats from like the early Wu-Tang days and actually make it sound good like they did yeah I, I think one of the better people to do it in my opinion is uh is Method Man I feel like mm-hmm. out, of, out of all the niggas from uh from Wu-Tang I, I enjoy hearing him on RZA beats a lot mm-hmm. and also Jizza G- which before this I kind of took like a, a deep dive uh, into Jizza's uh verses and on songs and on his songs yeah and uh Jizza's hard dog this is tough. This is he's, 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 he's underrated. He's one of the one of the single Wu Tang members that I've been able, I've been blessed to be able to see like perform solo. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like you wouldn't think listening to some of his music that his concert would be hype, but yo, his concert is hype as fuck. Yeah, honestly, I, I probably wouldn't think that. 
I probably wouldn't think that because I feel like he's more. I don't even know what Jizza looks like. To um, be honest, I'll send you a picture. But like low key, like Jizza is a fucking beast. Like, and I I want to say like unless you're like a true Wu fan for real, for real. Like I feel like he's really underrated. Uh, even me, even like as a Wu fan myself, he was underrated to me. I I didn't really like pay attention too much to his um to his solo stuff until I got older. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, like like I said, you know, when you have names like Ghostface and and RZA and and, and Method Man and even Red Man, who isn't part of Wu Tang, but like nonetheless is still associated with you know with that whole group. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, somebody like Jizza, who I mean, I don't know. You you tell me if I'm wrong, but it almost seems like he kind of flies under the radar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, his personality is nowhere near as out there as everyone else in the group. Like, yeah, exactly. him and Rizza are honestly the most like quiet spoken, and Rizza speaks a hell of a lot more than Jizza does. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think I've ever personally heard. Yeah, see, like I, I, I did not know this is what Jizza looked like. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this is what Jizza looked like at all. <laughs> He's always that's been low key in the background, huh? Yeah, yeah, no, he really has. And um, you know, to to go back to the battle. Brizza is actually the one who started it off, and mm-hmm. he started off with uh, Liquid Serves, I think. Yes. Uh, uh, by Jizza. And again, I want to say that these are all songs that like I may have heard at some point, but wasn't really too familiar with them. So yeah. I, you know, I went, I went back, and uh, I, I want to say Hot ninety seven did a like a run through of everything I was playing. Because yeah, they did. If, if you if you were listening to this live, uh, you would remember that uh, Brizza's audio uh, sound wasn't too good. Yeah. For they went back and I was able to hear everything more clearly. And this was one of the beats that I had definitely heard before. Uh, the, 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 um, Liquid Sword beat. Mm-hmm. Liquid so, Sword is I, a mean track. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and again, I think when you go just beats, right? I think you, you almost have to give it to Premier. But I feel like the whole package of a RZA beat and the Jizza verse or Method Man verse, like, it just makes it super hard, dog. And, and it was it was crazy to go back and, like, just listen to all these things. It really was. And again, like, as an old nigga, it was very, very nostalgic on both sides. And I hate to tell you how many times I I was sitting there and I was just like, oh, that's my shit, wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it Yo, was... it, it, But you know what the crazy thing is, right? Hmm. Aside from A Million and One Questions, which I think was Premier's first song they played, yeah. there was very few songs that I knew that I had heard before. It, for me it was more it's so funny like I guess the, the experience for both of us was completely different just off of our age group our age range mm-hmm. you know because a lot of these songs I had never heard and um, yeah I don't know I guess for you it was, the, the experience was different like for example I, I didn't know that uh, Premier produced Ain't No Other Man yeah that is he had a streak where he started kind of going more towards some of the pop pop artists and stuff like that and he produced i want to say i think it was christina's double album that he produced i think four or five tracks on that track oh shit there's a song um back in the day as soon as the beat dropped i knew i knew it was premiere and then i and then i was just like this cannot be a christina aguilera song and it works perfectly like it's fucking yeah. Yeah, 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 nah, definitely. Um, but would you agree though that both RZA and Premier left a couple of uh of, of bangers on the table? Oh yeah, like, easily. Like this, there could definitely be a part two to this, and it was a lot of it was because they they did deep cuts, like they did album cuts. Yeah, that that's that's one of the things that you know, and I guess it, it depends on how you look at it. But a lot of people were upset. They were saying that you know they wanted the uh, 
the uh, the, the bigger name songs, but at the same time, I guess if you're a real fan of both, you you probably appreciate the deep cuts maybe even more than the ones that everybody knows. You know? Exactly, that's what gets you because one of the deep cuts was it was a track off of like. The, like I think the second the second album of the Wu Tang uh the the second album that they had and yeah. it was a deep cut but it was one that I knew so I was jamming and I was just like not everybody's gonna know this but that's kind of what makes it vicious is because you don't just get the bangers that are already out there that you may have already heard you get yeah. you get the deeper cuts and that makes you want to look more into the into that specific artist like I forgot that RZA did not or that uh, Primo did Nas is like I forgot that at all and then oh yeah, yeah as soon as he dropped the beat on that I was like of course he did but I want to say that there was one that RZA did I think that Nas was on but I can't remember what the song was yeah no nah, there was there was and, and you know honestly uh i want to say it was primo that after not uh rizzo played it he was like oh shit, i forgot you did that mm-hmm. and I it was just like i can when i heard the song i was like wait a minute that's nas and wait a minute that's rizzo's beat oh shit yeah. first thing i didn't know that that was rizzo's beat like first yeah. off i didn't know that so i mean that was like it was a it was it helped put more and more together for me so as a fan and as someone who talks about it as we do like I, I want to say it like it was really entertaining. I, like it was really really good. I even went back and watched it. Like I watched part of it live, but then I went back yeah. and watched the entire thing in its entirety yeah. without the sound problems and all. I didn't just watch yeah. the chopped and screwed up version like Hot ninety seven did. Although I did go back and watch that to catch some of the songs to find out what they were that I didn't yeah. necessarily know the name. Yeah, for. yeah. Let me tell you though, I was I was fucking at my job. It was a Saturday. Very obviously with the hook. Whole- Everything is dead, ain't nobody outside. Mm-hmm. So I'm more or less just chilling there. And it starts at nine. So I'll pop me a little Eddie, a little Eddie treat. And <laughs> by the time that shit started, I was dog. I was, list- I was getting ready. I was listening to, you know, all kinds of, uh, premier beats and just getting myself ready for that. Cause I feel like you kind of have to get yourself ready with all the, all the nonsense that's out there. And dog, it was, a, it was like a feeling. Watching this shit live, like, did you watch it? Uh, I know you say you only watched part of it live, right? Mm-hmm. But I did go back and watch the entirety of it, so I've seen the whole thing. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It was just uh, like the beginning, like when uh, everybody started like in the chat, in the Instagram live chat. Everybody kept like, you know, yo, good uh, Styles or or, or Nori. Yeah, everybody from that era that you could. That's why I feel like it made it so. So such an event or such a thing is that everybody was there. Like anybody from that era that you could think about was there. Yep. And see, so, and, uh, man, it was it was great. It was just just to see how many people were in the chat, how many people it sparked conversation with. Yeah. Like, not just in hip hop, but like outside of hip hop, because like that those are two huge, well known DJs in hip hop. Period. And you've heard of RZA at least once in your life. And I know you've heard of DJ Premier, and if you haven't heard the name, you know the beat selection. Like, I mean, at least one, at least one of them, at mm-hmm. least one song. At, you least, know at least one. At least. So it's just like it was. I don't. To me, it was just a perfectly cool thing to kind of bring everybody out of the blahs of everything that was going on. And oh, yeah. here we go. I found the actual list of every of the songs that they put back together. And I was like, what is that song? What is the song? What is the song? Oh, damn it. Yeah, oh, yeah they played that J. Rue to Damager joint on the, the premiere joint and like towards the end of the song after Brooklyn Zoo. Dog, I couldn't believe that they did it, but I like people just don't knew about J. Rue the Damager. Like I know about him, but like he was really before my time, honestly. And he, he kind of like, again, was one of those artists I had to come back to as an adult to find out about. 
Yeah. But back then he was a monster dog. He really yeah, is. Yeah, I never I had never heard of him. Mm-hmm. I had never heard of him. And I feel like people forgot that Kick in the Door was a premiere beat by Biggie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody obviously thought of Ten Crack Commandments. Mm-hmm. A couple other joints, but yeah, no, that's what about you. I didn't know that, uh, what was it? In round 16, the list says, Notorious B.I.G., Long Kiss Goodnight was by RZA. I did not know that RZA made that beat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, had see, no, no clue, but it makes sense now that I listen to it, you know what I'm saying? And again, this is, like you were saying, this is one of the great things about, uh, you know, just events like this is that it really brings, like, the true fan, it makes you even more of a fan, and if you're not that big of a fan, it, it, it kind of takes, it kind of forces you to listen to other things that you might not ever listen to. Exactly. The show was crazy, man. Oh man, I enjoyed the shit out of it. But um, the 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 internet has this going back and forth, back and forth with what they uh, w- with who they see is the winner of this jump. Uh, right, who, so let, who do you think was? I look as somebody who you know grew up in a different era. Um, I can't say I grew up listening to a lot of these songs because. A lot of these songs were, I was probably like three or four years old when a lot of these songs were coming out, mm-hmm. not to make anybody feel old or anything <laughs> like that. Nonetheless, I really, uh, I, I, I feel like Premier has been able to keep his sound a lot more fresh. Um, and, and again, it, it might go back to what you were saying about their styles. Mm-hmm. But personally, I think that uh, Premier won, and this is throwing all nostalgic factors that everybody else probably had out the window. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's just based off of his catalog, uh, and just, I, I just feel like he, he's a little bit more versatile than, than RZA. And nothing against RZA, no, nothing to take away from him. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of, a, a lot of songs that he put on that I had never heard sounded dope as hell, mm-hmm. and I went back and looked up a lot of them. But, um, Overall, I just, I don't know. I just feel like, I hate to say that they're on different tiers, because I don't think they are, but I just feel like versatility-wise, I, I think Premier just is, is, he's just on another level. Okay. Oh, I actually have to agree with you, um, with the versatility and just sheer fucking nostalgia and like i mean it's not that you know there's no nostalgia when it comes to rizza or anything because i mean honestly like i said this whole thing is nostalgia um, yeah yeah personally i think that hip-hop wins with this like yeah, yeah everyone yeah. in hip-hop wins like that's my overall answer but if i have to pick a, a winner i'm gonna have to go with premiere also i'm just like even now look going back and looking through the list as strong as the hits are it's just there's so many more premiere songs that I feel like shaped my life because I was like literally mm-hmm. coming into hip hop as premiere was like one of the strongest forces in the genre. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like, yeah. I mean, not, it's not that RZA wasn't, but like as a, pr- as a producer, he wasn't as huge and well known as premiere was. And it's just like, like I said, I can pretty much pick a premiere beat out of the air. As soon as I start to hear it, I'm like, okay, that's premiere all day. Obviously, I have not been able to do that with RZA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You picked, I think, three songs that you said you didn't know. With, ex- uh, with ex- exactly, exactly. And as much as I love Wu-Tang and all the stuff that, all the affiliates and everything that has gone by, I think Premiere got this one. And I mean, yeah. simply, again, the more the music stands the test of time. And I mean, a lot of it was that, like, you know, a lot of the the, the stuff um, that was, <clears throat> excuse me, sampled by, um, by RZA, a lot of it was just fucking, um, it was samples from like old karate flicks and shit like that. It wasn't. I, I, w- I will say this, right? The fact that his samples were so left field and unorthodox, yeah. I feel like, I feel like that alone made it 
so that the the beat sounded so crazy because we had never heard these sounds before. It wasn't, you know what I mean? Like I feel like that alone just gives it that little. That, that that's what I feel like about Rizzo's beats is that they have like a certain like little like just it's just different. I don't know. It, it, it just not every beat, but a lot of especially like a lot a lot of the older Wu Tang beats. Oh yeah. Say. Oh yeah. And, um, and and to go back to just speak on um on the versatility. Um, if you go on Premier's list, which I think you have in front of you, right? Yeah. I I want to say that he only picked maybe three Jay Z songs, two or three Nas songs, two or three Biggie songs, but RZA, on the other hand, almost eighty, if not ninety percent of it was uh, Wu Tang. Yeah, that's very true. I'm trying to. Um, I'm thinking like what one of RZA's jump was a Biggie jump. Oh, then he had uh, on Ghostface. Yeah, that was it. Oh, Kanye, Kanye was Dark 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 Fantasy, which I didn't know he produced. Did he? Uh, Oh shit! But did he play that on there? Yeah, he did. He did. He played. played Uh, So four songs on. Yeah, you're right. The ninety percent of his list is definitely Wu Tang stuff, and then just peppered in with a little bit of uh, with uh, something else with with Biggie and. But if you look at Premier, my man got D'Angelo in there. I'm telling you, he's my man got, got Biggie, Royce the Five Nine with him, uh, with their little crew. Uh, yeah. Gangstar, Gangstar, of course, yeah, his junk. Nas, New York. Hey, you, you, you know what John I fuck with? That um, you know, I, I listened to this song because I, I was, I wanted to like look up a lot of Premier beats before this, before the battle started. Mm-hmm. So um, I seen somebody say, I, well, no, nah, I didn't see somebody say, it, but oh, I seen yeah, uh, Premier. Premier perform in the you know the, the little desk series that they be doing yeah uh, he did like a little like a, a DJ uh I guess performance in there and he he did the song uh, you know the song called Moment of Truth yeah I love that song yeah. it's one of my favorites yo hey I had never heard that song before and that joint is so tough dog hell yeah honestly listen to that entire album the album is called Moment of Truth like. That album goes for real. Like, uh, actually, I think you'd fuck hard with Gangstar. Honestly, period. Point blank, period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really, honestly, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised since I fuck with Premier and, and I fuck with, uh, with Guru on the joint too. I think Guru is, is underrated as shit. For real. Like, Guru, between Guru and Rakim, like, they're both the, the, uh, what do you call it? Um, the, not like the flat voice, what I'm talking, kind of like the monotone type rappers. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. honestly, like, Guru was just so much more underappreciated than, uh, than Rakim was. I mean, Rakim, you know, was always like that more angry of the style, but Guru was always more on the chill shit. One thing that I think you might like is, um, check out Guru's Jazzamataz, um, uh, se- uh, sequence of albums. I think there's like three of them. Okay. It's like him rapping over like jazzy type beats. It's right, right, that, 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 that. But uh, yeah, no, that um, people hey, was that all produced? Huh? Was that all produced by uh by Premier? Is that that whole? I believe so. Everything with Gangstar for sure. Jazz and Mataz, I'm not quite sure, but I can find out. Oh, uh, okay. No, I'm I'm, I'm definitely looking into both of them, but yeah, um, yeah. Shout out to Gangstar, man. Hell yeah. Yo, this album, I mean, this whole thing just got me psyched, like, for real. I, no, I'm looking forward did. to the next one. It did. It did. It really did. And honestly, like, I've, I've seen the other ones, like, um, what was it, uh, uh, Swiss Beats and, and, uh, and fucking, who was it that did it? Was it Timberland? No, I don't know if it was Timberland. No, it was, um, Swiss Beats and, 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 fuck. 
It was Timberland. Was it? I I uh Hold on. I can't remember. I feel like it I would have it would have been way bigger if it was Timberland. No, I'm telling you, it, it was like a big deal. Uh, and I just I just didn't really uh I guess look into it, but let me see. Sweet Beats versus No, it was Timberland. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, I have to go back and check that one out then. Yeah, um th- now this is the first one that I check out out of out of all the ones that they've, they've done because I think they've done this before with uh they also did this with uh, Scott Storch and um Manny Fresh. Was it? Yeah, yeah, Scott Storch Scott Storch and I, Manny Fresh. I saw part of that one and I I really wasn't uh impressed with Manny Fresh. See, cause that's another thing that like and, and again, I think people let nostalgia make their decisions for them in regards to who has the better songs or beats or whatever you want to call it. You might be right. Because uh, because everybody was saying, yeah, dog, many uh Scott Storch he might have more hits, but I feel like many press will play a joint that you'll really get down to at a party or some shit. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right, but I feel like you're kinda giving it a nostalgic rage when you say it like that. True, and honestly, I think Scott Storch definitely has more hits than Manny Fresh, just because he he was around in the game, and he still currently is around in the game making music. Manny Fresh isn't making music right now, you know what I'm saying? And he hadn't, previously he wasn't in the game as long as Scott Storch was. So hold on, so Scott Storch was around when Manny was up? I want to say Scott Storch was like around, and like, I want to say he came around like about, like in the mid-90s, as where Manny Uh, Fresh didn't come until like 98, 99. Right, right, right. You know what? That's actually something interesting to look up. Let's, let's do that. Yeah, those that that was also another battle that um, was was up for argument. But nineteen ninety three. My bad. He he was about in nineteen ninety three. When when he came in? Yeah, when Scott Storch came in. Oh shit! Yo, this guy's name is actually Scott Storch. I thought that was a fucking stage name. That's really his name. Yeah, Scott Spencer Storch. His triple S. <laughs> Hold on. Is he uh? Is he white? Yeah. Like he's Caucasian? Yeah, Caucasian, Caucasian, Long Island, Caucasian. Oh, I thought he was like Puerto Rican or some shit. Oh no, no, no! He does have that fucking uh, old school Daddy Yankee look, though. I'm not gonna lie. No, he <laughs> <laughs> with hey. the big ass sunglasses and the, the kind of bangs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't know he was a keyboardist for the uh, for the roots. Is he? That's what it's I like. did he's not a- know that. Started off as a keyboardist for the group The Roots. Hey, well there you go. He's from Philly, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah, he is from Philly for sure. Probably, yeah, he's a producer, songwriter, keyboardist, and pianist. Okay, shit. Le- you learn something new every day. <laughs> I mean, he is, he is mean on the keyboard, though. I, I've seen him even with, uh, like when he uh, is, is on Instagram Live or like he'll have Instagram videos of him making a beat. Oh, wow. He's, he, he's nice on the, on the, on the keyboard. So I believe I it. Just I believe it. I mean, if you play for the roots, you ain't, gonna be, you ain't slacking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah, that's a fact. That's a fact. So, but yeah, no, nah, definitely, you know, we definitely hope that uh, this sparks up other uh, artist battles. I- I'd love, to, you know what I'd love to see that, that they're saying that might happen somehow mm-hmm. without New York exploding is a, is fucking um, uh, 50 Cent and Ja Rule. Yo, that would be fucking insane if it actually did happen. I mean, I don't expect it to happen, but that would be vicious. But I mean, I feel like 50 would blow Ja out of the water. Ah, you know, I... I would say yes, but I feel like people forget about a lot of Ja Rule's like singing thing. No, Ja Rule had his. No, I'm not faking. Ja Rule had his. My thing I though forget. is, I to, forget about Ja Rule. To me, it's just 
because I mean, I I saw the upcoming of Ja Rule when he first when he was first on a record. He was on that joint with um with Jay Z. I forgot what movie it was for, but it was for a soundtrack. It was him. I think uh I think maybe Foxy Brown and Ja Rule. I I can't remember. I think maybe Emil. But anyway. So I saw him come up and how he started and he wasn't, he didn't start how he finished. Like he wasn't no singing rapper at the very beginning. He was rhyming, rhyming. And then he started doing the, when he started doing the whole murder ink thing and they started doing a linking up with Ashanti, they started doing all the singing tracks and him singing, her singing, all that other stuff. I mean, if it, if it comes to making motherfuckers live and shit, like, you know, and, and going down, like, they're going to go hit for hit. Yeah, they they do both have mad hits, but at the same time, Ja Rule's hits are not going to hit like some of 50's hits. No, it, uh, well, I don't know. All right, here, here's I feel thing. like people would just be more psyched to hear some of 50's stuff than they would be so much to hear. Like, in a battle, you'd be psyched to hear In the Club versus uh, uh, whatever that song is. Tell me when you look at me, baby. Because that was the one yeah. that was in my head. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but see... I feel like Ja Rule has like four of them songs, like them type of songs, them type of Ashanti, J-Lo. What's that? I'm pretty sure he's got more than four. (laughs) I mean, I'd say about at least, I'm I'm talking about like them singing type of hits that everybody's going to fuck with. I feel like everybody's going to fuck with the two drums we just named. Of course. You know. All right, hold on. on. Let's, let's, let's go look at this. Let's, let's. Let's let's take a deep dive real quick while we've got the time and we are here. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's let's do go, because uh, YouTube or uh, Instagram or not Instagram. God damn, I don't know what the fuck I'm using. I'm on Wikipedia, <laughs> and they usually do a good job of splitting the discography up between the albums and then the singles. So okay, okay, so we're gonna do okay between me and you was the first one. Everything that ding ding ding. ding. Can be between yeah. me and you. So that's the singing one. We're gonna leave that right there, right? So that's one. All right. That's so that's one. that's the second. That was the second jump. So that's the first one. Uh, put it on me with Lil Mo. Come on, put it on. Go with but I be without you. That's the second. Oh, okay, jump. okay, okay, okay. Uh, Six Feet Underground. I don't remember what that song is, so I'm not gonna do it. I Cry with Lil Mo. That's another singing song. Uh-huh, uh, yeah. Living it up. Now nah, he can get off with that one. Always on time with Ashanti. Down ass bitch. <laughs> Thug loving <laughs> with Bobby Brown, mesmerized with Ashanti, uh, Rain, <laughs> and then you got Wonderful with R. Kelly and Ashanti. <laughs> you got <laughs> Caught Up with Lloyd. Uh, okay. You got uh, let me see, uh, and then the rest of these Jones I ain't never heard of because they're about 2011 and beyond. So yeah, I didn't know yeah. they existed. <laughs> yeah, he try, hey, you, you know he tried to live off of. Uh... Off of uh, off of the success he had with the guns earlier, though. Exactly. So of so, those of the, I don't even know how many songs right here. At least eight of them were some singing songs. No, yeah, you right, you right. So, because right. the only jumps that I can think of that are not are his first jump, holla holla, living it up, uh, maybe six feet underground because I don't know what song that is. Clap back, New York. It well, doesn't sound like a, a singing joint. <laughs> nah. Um, so clap back, New York, and. I don't know what Exodus is, so it might be something that he rapped on too. Right. Some song called Uh Oh featuring Lil Wayne from 2007. I ain't never heard of, so. Yeah. No, I mean, I forgot forgot about New York. New York was a big song too. No, that joint rocks though. I'm not even going to fake. And still, I still fuck with Holla Holla. That joint rocked back in the day too. No bullshit. I feel like New York is one of them songs that, like, it was definitely, like, I feel like it was a. 
it, it was a, like a song of the year type of candidate type of song at the time, in my opinion. Yeah, and they actually got like, it, all the good artists from New York to actually get on it at that point, except for 50 Cent. So I remember Jada Kiss was on that joint. Mm-hmm. Fat Joe was on that joint. There was somebody else on that joint. Hold on. Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Mm. Yeah, that was New York. Oh, it was so just Fat Joe and Kiss, yeah. Nah, I don't know if you remember, but they did like a remix. And they had my man Daddy Yankee on that joint. What? <laughs> that yeah. I did not know. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, a nigga from, I think he's technically, well, maybe not from New York, but I'm pretty sure he like, has mm. lived in New York just like every other Puerto Rican. Mm, mm, mm. But, um, yeah, nah, that was a, uh, that was, that was, that was, I'm telling you, dog, I, I feel like it would be a lot closer. I'm not saying that he is winch. I just feel like it would be a lot closer than motherfuckers think. You, you might be right. You might be right. Maybe I'm just getting, maybe I'm down on Jaw. I've never been a huge Jaw fan, so maybe that's just me hating. Hey, man. I think we all have a little hate for Jaw in, in us, you know? <laughs> hate, 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 hate. <laughs> no, you know what it is, bro? Right, so let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. As somebody who obviously was into, uh, I'd say DMX was out before Jaw, right? Facts. And I, I know this might be a blasphemous statement, but I, I I feel like it's it's very possible to confuse the two. And would you say that when when Jai first came out, you were like, it's fake as uh, DMX? Well, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? I'm sorry. <laughs> would you say that like when 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 uh, when Jai Rule came out, that because you had already heard of DMX, that so you were kind of like, man, it's fake as DMX? Possibly. Oh, 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 oh. But you know what? No, were they on the same first song? I want to say the the first song I heard Ja Rule on J- uh, DMX might have been on it too. Oh no! <laughs> oh, I'm not 100 percent sure, but yeah, no, I never kind of looked at Ja as hard as because of DMX, probably. <laughs> yeah, nah, I'll say, i But uh, but I mean, you know, I know, yeah, no, okay. The song I was thinking of was "Can I Get a" that was Jay Z and Emil. That was the first song I saw Ja Rule. Oh, okay. On. And that was for what movie was that for? I can't remember what fucking movie that was for. Um, Rush Hour. That was for Rush Hour, actually. Hold on, Ja Rule's in that song? Yeah. It's Jay Z, Emil, and Ja Rule. Ja Rule has the last verse. Is that the that that like? Can I get it? Yep. Uh-uh. Without giving Shut you half of my dough, and even if it's if I, even worse, if I was broke, would you want man? Yep, that's that jump. Yo, I didn't. I, I never knew what he said after. Can I get a what, what, or, or the girl in, in the in the verse? Is that a girl who's who's talking that? Yeah, that's a male. She used to be the female member of Rockefeller. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I I never knew what she was saying. I was like, Can I get a what, what? Hold on. I never knew what that song said. I can't remember. I cannot remember the words of that goddamn song to save my life right now. I don't know why. I used to know them, actually. <laughs> you know, I think that was like one of the first songs I remember from, from Jay, along with Hard Knock Life. Mm-hmm. I, used to, I used to hate Hard Knock Life, though. Why can I remember the verses to this song, but I can't remember the chorus? Oh, you remember the verses? I remember the verses. Like, like shit. Like, even the bitch, she says, how we gonna get around on your bus pass? <laughs> how am I gonna leave this pussy on your mustache? Can you afford me? I can remember the fucking verses, but I can't remember the chorus. What the is best. that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's serious. <laughs> that is wild that's as it. fuck. That is a problem that's to have it. right there. I can't remember the nah, chorus, but I can remember the fucking... Oh, my God. Oh, right. my. But, uh, yeah, no. Um, all right, let's go on to the next joint. <laughs> all right, all right. 
So definitely, if you have not looked at or listened to yes. the battle between RZA and Premier, do yourself a favor and do the prof, the the founding fathers of hip hop a favor and listen to that shit and get yourself what you need to get. I feel like no matter the age, you're gonna love it. So yeah, no, no, really, really, no bullshit. I feel like it's um, it definitely will hit regardless of uh of, of age. All right, well let's let's keep on the um the IG tip and talk about your man's Tory Lanes. Yes, sir, my man been wilding. <laughs> Toronto's finest, new Toronto's finest, better yes, sir. Let's just say that the coronavirus, mm, let me say it right, the coronavirus got motherfuckers wilding the fuck out all over oh, yeah. the internet, and it's like yes. rich people, poor people, famous people, yes. don't nobody give a fuck about you people. Like everybody is online wilding. Because everybody is stuck at home, everybody is bored out their fucking minds, like, no matter, I mean, at this point, me, myself, it's been almost six weeks since I've been on the quarantine, so, so like, yes, a nigga is, as much as I like to be at home and I know how to entertain myself, a nigga is tired of being here. You know, it's funny, right, because, um, uh, just the other day, uh, one of my boys, you know, he had actually got a house uh, before all this shit started happening. Mm-hmm. So he kind of, like, needed some help, you know, moving some shit in. Uh, and obviously, you know, with all the social distancing, he's been very hesitant to ask people. Yeah. But um, I guess it got to a point where he had no real choice. And so I went over to, you know, just to help him out for a second. But um, I realized how weird it is seeing people now. You know what I mean? Like, especially since I haven't seen anybody. Oh, yeah. In, like, the last two, three Maybe like four weeks, I'd say. Yeah, you know, I've, I've pretty of, much seen like the same, I want to say five people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking weird, dog. It's fucking weird. But, um, but yeah, so like, like, like you said, you know, everybody's, uh, taking advantage of this time to, you know, some of us are, are taking, are taking advantage of this time to lose a little weight, mm-hmm. get our weight in order, working out. Some of us are not. Other niggas is on IG Live <laughs> wilding the fuck out. Mm. Now, I want to thank the pioneer of this wilding out first, my man Boozy. Yes. Boozy is a pioneer. He is. Uh, sh- uh, uh, show your pussy on Instagram Live. I'll give you a thousand dollars. That's going to be, that's going to be like a, like people are going to remember this time by that, yeah. by that. That is a, mo- that's what you call a moment in time. Yeah, that's definitely a moment in time. <laughs> they will, this will be in the history books about, Insta- the history books of Instagram, the history books of the quarantine, and they will mention that Boozy was out here trying to get bitches to show their pussy on IG Live. For a thousand dollars. For a thousand, at least he was paying. Yeah, yeah, not a real, real shit. Is it, is it, you gotta think about it. Was it worth a thousand dollars from Boozy to put your entire thing on Instagram Live for everybody to see? Uh, you know, I think so, just on the sense of, like, um, and the- uh, you gotta think, it's, it's about, it's more so about, uh, uh, clout now. Clout is really what matters. And if you're, if you're a bad joint, and you're able to get all kinds of attention from niggas, mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, it could be a lick, dog. <laughs> now, my it other question, though, is, though, do they, do they show their face, or only their pussy? That's the, that's the, the main call. Oh, well, I, I'm sure, I'm sure that's up to them to decide, but you know these bitches can't. They do anything for clout. They do anything for clout. They definitely do anything for clout. So, definitely, uh, they've been wilding on the joint. And, um, yeah, so Boozy's the one who started it. And he got my man Toy Lanes from fucking Toronto. 
uh, having bitches put milk on their ass. Yo, that was wild. And the whole, the first one that he got to do it, I'm sitting there watching the video, right? And I'm just like, now you know that milk is for her baby tomorrow for that for her for the cereal. <laughs> she, you better you better send her that thousand dollars so she can go to the store tonight and get that baby some more milk. <laughs> hey dog, you know I was just thinking about that how like all these ignorant ass niggas with unlimited resources and money and you know yeah. they're telling they're telling all these poor motherfucking bitches to just get their fucking babies. Uh, cereal and milk and just pour it on top of it like it's, it's not even just that it's all, it's like honestly all the IG influencers all the famous people they are just like I'm bored as fuck y'all niggas love me so th- if you do this whatever ratchet shit I decide for you to do I will send you two thousand dollars to your to your cash app right away maybe maybe it's like but they got they got motherfuckers out here doing all type of dumb shit yeah like there was one person had somebody out here coughing on people in public and trying to record that shit i was like nah y'all that's a good way to get shot out here these days that's definitely a good way to at least get beat the fuck up for sure oh i'm telling you yeah dog this shit man i don't know but but it also shows you the type of the type of the 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 lengths that most of that some of us will go to to make to get some money oh yeah yeah for sure oh yeah i think i'm sorry go ahead now I was gonna say you gotta think at, at this point a lot of motherfuckers is bored too. So mm-hmm. you know you've been bored this whole time. You're definitely gonna do anything you could possibly do to get rid of that fucking boredom and make some money at the same time. So true. Oh, and in a excuse me, in a related note, did you hear that OnlyFans pages uses accounts basically have gone yeah. up like three hundred percent or some shit like that? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. For, for for especially for women, but men are included in this too. In creating it, and or creating in, new OnlyFans accounts, like as a creator, or as, as a as as the as the creator, and I'm assuming content producer. <laughs> ah, okay. Because of so, the whole coronavirus. You know, you know, I've actually thought about that. Right, that like, what if everybody, like, what if you like? I know this is kind of like potentially a very creepy thing I'm about to say, but but what if like everybody had uh it got to the point where everybody you know and meet has a fans only page and you can see them like while out before you actually <laughs> decide if you want to be with them um like, i don't i don't know it, it would depend it would depend for me at least for me it would depend on what you was doing on your only fans page Nah, for sure but again it has to be like what i'm saying is like it, it's all a bunch of wild ratchet sexual shit like, I mean, if she out here fucking donkeys, then hell no, nigga. I'm not catching nah, barnyard nah. fever from, from fucking Betty nah. Lou. Nah, nah. It, it'll just be like everybody's like regular shit, you know? Like, oh, obviously, okay. if, if you're into fucking donkeys, then so be it. Like, well, I mean, it'll give you an idea of, of what the person's into, so you can kind of go I'm into it that with a heads up. You ain't got to ask, and you ain't got to be worried about doing, trying something that they might not like, or they might call a Me Too you on you for. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, though. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Niggas will get clamped out here. What the fuck is wrong with me? I should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we too well for TV, so we're on the podcast. You. What the fuck? Oh, my God. But no, that, that's actually an in- interesting uh, thing. Any, any of the listeners, what do y'all think? We, we would be interested <laughs> to know what y'all hey, think. Would have... you like to see the OnlyFans page of someone that you're trying to get with before hey, you get you. with them? Think about it. Cause you, here's the thing, right? Everybody doesn't want to think about their girl having sex with somebody else. It's the truth is she has. And you have to I'm come with, come with the terms. And now at least you know, man, this bitch is throwing it back. 
Mm-hmm. Or damn, this bitch can't take nothing. I'm man. telling you, like now you so, know, you know how to play the game. You know how to fucking you, uh, move accordingly. You know if it's worth your time. Which True. right now, right now, even though we all do got a lot of time to waste, we should be very, very smart with it. True. And we can't, we can't afford to be just. Bri- and here's another thing too, right? Like in heaven, you know, have you ever thought about how? I know this is completely off topic, but have you ever thought about how like the coronavirus is gonna affect like? People meeting and like having sex and shit. Yeah. And, like, how like how like people are gonna be like, you know what, dog? Maybe I'm not gonna be as much of a hoe. More so because of coronavirus and not because of HIV and AIDS. Which I is- mean, you know, <laughs> that's that's even worse. <laughs> just a bit, just a bit. It's valid point though. Completely valid point. I mean, think about it, dog. Like, every, imagine if it gets to that point where everybody's like, "Nah, dog, I'm not having such a nobody." I know plenty of hoes out right now that's like, well, not me, not ho. I mean, men and women that is like, yeah, I, I ain't doing nothing until coronavirus is up. And then I know some people that don't give a fuck. Kind of like, what's his face? Um, I know, I know motherfuckers like that, right? Who have like, a, like a lot of unprotected sex, mm-hmm. and, and but they won't go to like the supermarket right now with a mask and gloves on because mm-hmm. it's you know coronavirus season. Exactly. Exactly. Just say you want to stay home and be off from work. Don't don't be fake like you're about being safe and shit, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'd be the I'd be the first one to admit it, nigga. I'm just trying to be home. Yeah, <laughs> for real. But yeah, dog, shit's nuts, man. All right. Shout out! Shout out! Shout out to shout out to everybody on IG Live keeping us entertained, though. For All real. of us, you know. For real, for real. All right, well, let's go into a little bit more serious, Joan. Or, or I guess the serious is that you can get with this subject. Uh, Cardi B has an Instagram live with Bernie Sanders of all people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starts yeah. it off in the most ratchet way, Uncle Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was watching the damn Bernie Mac show for a minute. Like, <laughs> yeah, yo, now, nah, but you know, honestly, you gotta love uh, Bernie, Bernie, uh, Bernie Sanders for for just being this cool about shit like that. You know, because I feel like I feel like what happens is that like the reason why our cultures aren't you know really invested into politics and shit like that is because I feel like there's that disconnect between urbanism i guess if you want to call it that i feel like that sounds very something that a white person would say (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) between pretty much between like spanish and black people and just politics as in general yeah you know because i I feel like i can't tell you the last spanish actually spanish politicians and by spanish i don't mean a nigga who's really actually white but has a spanish last name you know what i mean like i've never i feel like i've never seen a Latino who's like who speaks Spanish and has his mom making pupusas on weekends. I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen that. So, and, and again, uh, I know up until recently that that hasn't been a thing for black people either. Uh, so I feel like this this whole Cardi B yeah, and, and we get Bernie we thing, get black politicians, but like we also get black politicians that kind of have to play like the white game. And yeah, yeah, no, they don't but, really get to be themselves and but the, see that. The ones that you do get to be themselves are the ones that are like severely scrutinized, and then like, yeah. it, but like, like the the one politician I can think of that was truly themselves in office was fucking Mayor uh, Mayor Mayor Marion Barry, who used to be the mayor of D.C. for like oh, yeah, the yeah. longest and, and, time. And everybody, everybody was like, "Yo, that nigga is a crackhead. 
Get him the fuck out of here. They found this nigga in a hotel, cracked the fuck out, like, with some other people. Like, they legit, like, the police, he was arrested for it, all this other shit. And they still voted him back to office because he did that much good work for the city. Yeah. And, and, and you know, mind you, you know, I guess that might be kind of bad. You know, don't crack. A little bit. But, but. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a teeny bit. <laughs> Just a bit. But you know, you know that white media and white politicians couldn't wait to rub that in niggas' faces. Like, you see? Oh, yeah. We let one of y'all in. Uh-huh. Let y'all let y'all be yourself. And this and is what you do. Yeah, y'all just do cracking motel sixes. But then again, that's also leads to the fact where I'm, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure it's it's the same with with Latinos. I can't speak because I'm not Latino. But with uh-huh. black people, you can never truly a lot of the times, especially in around workforces or in, in kind of you know semi business or business casual settings, you can't really be yourself. And oh yeah, you yeah. always I have mean, to inflect. You know what I'm saying? My nigga, like, just, just think about, like, all the videos you see. I don't know if you remember seeing this video a couple, uh, it was probably, like, a, a little over a year ago when it was this white dude who was screaming at these Spanish ladies for speaking Spanish. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and like, people, I never understood why people get offended by somebody speaking a different language in front of them, even if they're not talking to them. I've never understood so, it either. It makes absolutely so, um, no sense to me. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's kind of the same, you know, if, if, I feel like you kind of, like you said, you have to, like, figuratively play the white game, if you will. Yeah. And, you know, have a little twang to your talk and potentially be from down south and not be Christian Rivera, but be Christian Rivers, you know? <laughs> Where do you think the name Trey came from? <laughs> it's not my name. <laughs> 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 no, nah, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you, dog. Believe me, I feel you. But, um, but yeah, so shout out to Cardi, though, for making that. That outreach, you know, everybody thinks of Cardi B as this, you know, super ratchet, mm-hmm. New York, uh, rapper, who, you know, she's be all wild and shit. But she cares. But like, she cares. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I, again, I feel like she's doing a lot more than motherfuckers who's in the house being all pretty and shit. True. So, shout out to Cardi for being, uh, for doing that and showing that you can be ratchet and care. <laughs> exactly. And they actually had like a legit conversation and like Cardi like actually added to the conversation was actually asking good questions like i didn't get to see the entire live um but cardi was prepared like she wasn't out here just bullshitting like she actually had some thought out questions that she wanted to ask and even bernie was like well you know that's a really good question and then you know answered it so i was like okay cardi actually went out here not only to just like put her star status towards you know bernie and put the light on what he's talking about and then saying you know okay we're both gonna you know go for biden whatever whatever but the right, fact right. that she even did it because how many rappers are actually going to get on ig live and speak to a fucking politician yeah. outside yeah, of yeah. like kill a mic you know what I'm saying? <laughs> not, not, not only that yeah yeah you're right not only that right but i think what you said is, is very important too is that she actually sounded like she knew what she was talking about mm-hmm. you know what i mean like a lot of a lot of quote-unquote rappers they'll say they're about something but it'll just be to help themselves mm-hmm. in whatever it is they're trying to push. Oh, yeah. So um, I feel like in this case, it actually shows that Cardi's uh, intentions are really with helping you know minorities out and just helping the people out. So uh, I don't know. I just feel like that. that's when, when you're going to put yourself on a spot like this, like in a spotlight with potentially other people like that watching, you kind of have to make sure that you don't like wild out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Actually show up for the actual thing and you know, just just pretty much show like you know what 
even though I do be wilding, I'm still I'm still actually with what's going on. Exactly, and we we I think we discussed it before, but Cardi didn't talked about like wanting to like you know go back and get the rest of her education and then like run for Congress. Yeah, I mean, look, that shit. Why the fuck not? You know, exactly. Yeah. Especially especially now, you know, do a little online class. I mean, she. I understand. I mean, I figure she knows like music is not gonna last her forever. Just like she knew stripping wasn't gonna last her forever. So maybe she's yeah. making a plan for the next step. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Even though I'm sure financially that probably won't be necessary, but oh, I'm but, sure um, it won't be. But but yeah, not, nonetheless, you gotta keep doing something. So yeah. you're right. Some people, if you're passionate about something, might as well do that. If you have the money to sustain yourself, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, like shit, like shit. So shout out to Cardi, man. Mm-hmm. Alright, well why don't we talk about this young chop situation? Um I think we yeah. started to talk about it last time, but why don't you go ahead and, and, and catch us up as to what's going on right now? Yeah, man. So for those of y'all, um again, I don't know if we covered this last time, so I'll do a quick run through of what's going on pretty much. Um for those of uh y'all that are not tuned in, uh pretty much young chop has been wilding on Instagram, calling out the likes of Twenty One Savage, Meek Mill, uh I want to say the producer, um, TM88, I think his name. Why? No, Southside. Southside. Oh, Southside. Southside. Uh, he's pretty much calling out everybody that you can think of. There's very few people that are free from his wrath. <laughs> but as if you guys are familiar with Young Shop, you know, he's always kind of been the producer for the drill movement. Uh, when Chicago was around, a lot of Chicago rappers would get music or beats from Young Shop. And he would, you know, he, 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 I, I never remember him being popular for being gangster. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Or just being a gangster rapper or anything like that. So for whatever reason, he's just been calling out a lot of rappers, a lot of producers who are, who most people would think are about that life. Like, you know, 21 <laughs> Savage, Meek Mill, Southside, you know, all these dudes aim to be a, from a certain lifestyle. So he's been calling these guys out. And so yeah, nothing has happened to him. But, you know, a lot of people are wondering what the issue is, if he has some kind of uh, health issues mentally, because it's almost coming out of nowhere. Yeah, because I've, uh, I've yeah. seen him get on IG Live and talk to people, and, like, he just, like, he got on, I can't remember, they talked to some light-skinned black dude, but, like, he was, like, making absolutely no sense, and they were like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what, you got a problem with me? He's like, I ain't got no problem, but I heard there's a problem, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I was like, nigga, what is wrong with you? Like, are you just trolling the fuck out of this shit, or... Are you like out here being real serious or like are you just insane? Like nigga, like it really doesn't make sense a lot of the stuff that he's been talking to people on live about. Yeah, and, and again, a lot of it sounds like almost like a death wish. Like you just want somebody to come in and get you, you know what I mean? So um I mean I don't know. It just sounds it sounds crazy. Because I feel like even if you are gangster, right, you don't beef with people just to beef with people. Yeah. Like you don't just run around and have people potentially shoot shoot at you or something like that like i'm sure there has to be a reason for it and uh yeah so far nobody's found that reason for for chop for him wilding out uh last that i heard or that i seen better said um he was uh driving around atlanta supposedly looking for 21 savage uh and he actually ended up getting his car shot at i want to say yeah no he, so, i heard that when he was he was in atlanta looking for him and like apparently he was in an Uber, not his actual car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was in Uber. Yeah. And, yeah, and they shot out the back windows of the Uber, and apparently there were some people who showed up at his spot. Uh, yeah, and, and then he, he, he shot shots at them. But apparently, someone they were also talking about it was like a delivery guy or some shit like that. So I, oh, shit. I have so no idea. Yeah, it's like it's like, are you? But what do you got to be paranoid about? Like, 
no one's ever I I've never heard of him up until this point. Oh, and, you had never heard of your child? I mean, I'd heard of him, but like never like heard heard of him. You know, like never okay. seen okay. it, never heard any music from him, never actually seen him. Never like I've I've just heard the name in in some right. circles, but it's just okay. like in one ear out the other because it's just like okay, I don't know who the fuck that is. Right, right, right. But it was just like I've never. It's just like well, now he's famous for six nine in the internet, like, and I love how that's a a verb or a noun or what is it. Oh uh, yeah, it's a verb. Yeah, yeah, a verb, verb. Now you can use it as a verb. <laughs> yeah, he's six ninety. He's yeah. six ninety now. Exactly. So uh, yeah. it, it, it's kind of it's kind of annoying though because he's like, it's not really enjoyable after a while because it's like okay, it's funny for like you know, maybe five minutes, but he goes on for like thirty minutes, and I'm just like okay, this is this is kind of annoying at this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I feel like I mean I've I've already seen a couple of videos of like. I would assume are some of his, you know, quote unquote OGs that are trying to check him on it. Like they're like, "Yo, like, why are you doing all of this?" And then he'll just tell him to to DM him. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know what conversation happens behind closed doors, but I don't know, man. I I I feel like somebody's gonna intervene before somebody gets hurt. Yeah. And by somebody, I mean probably Young Chop. <laughs> so uh, you know, what I mean, hopefully, hopefully, this shit ends peacefully, man. Because this shit, you know, niggas don't take shit too lightly when they've been in the house all day. I'm saying. So, yeah, man, she's 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 kind of a crazy situation. Yeah, I hope he gets his shit together because I, as much as I don't know him and as I find him annoying, I really don't want anything <laughs> to happen to him. <laughs> yeah, nah, for sure, for sure. I feel you. I feel you. All right. Um, now we've probably never talked about this next person on the show before because they've never done anything in my eyes to ever really be talked about except okay. for looking like Minkus from uh, Boy Meets World, <laughs> but. Chanel West Coast did a freestyle about coronavirus. And first of all, she did it on her IG, which is straight because everyone's doing it on IG. But yeah. you got to look at the video and she's, she's, she like is made up like a fucking doll or a toy yeah. or of some, it's, she looks weird as fuck. Doesn't look like who it actually is. And then she actually drops an alright verse and it was just about coronavirus, stay home, blah, 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 you know, clean this, clean that, blah, blah, blah. It was alright. Yeah. But I've never actually heard her rap before. And she's supposed to be this big rapper. So I'm just like, okay, like this is the first time I've actually heard her rap. And everybody clowns her for rapping. This was like tolerable. But it's not like making me want to go look for anything that she's actually done before. And that's the problem. And, and, and again, like I was telling you before, not only is she a mediocre rapper, but she's also unlikable. Very unlikable. Uh, she thinks she's bigger than what she is. She has uh, delusions of Granger, as yeah. they call it. Yeah. And um, and I feel like for that reason alone, like I was telling you, even if she puts out something that's decent, that has potential, I feel like people are just going to dismiss her for being a whack, a whack person. <laughs> Basically. That's that's just really what, what I feel because, um, yeah, like like I agree with you. I feel like the verse wasn't that bad. It was a little corny, I guess. Oh, it was way but, corny, uh, but, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not too mad at it. Mm -mm, mm -mm. But she's just one of the many uh, coronavirus uh, freestyles that are, that are that are going on right now. Yeah, and, and that you know are going to continue to happen. Like I was saying oh, before the show, you already know this is going to continue to happen. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. I just, I just, you know, I, I feel bad, you know, for some people who who keep having this uh, possibility of. Of, you know, pursuing rap and just, it just doesn't work out for them, you know, I see it happen a lot, especially with a lot of females, a few more rappers that are, 
have whatever attention they have because of who they dated or you know whatever reason they have it but they uh they put themselves out there and you know it just doesn't work out uh, uh, uh. so shout out to y'all shout out to y'all but uh apparently kanye is recording his albums now on uh his iphone which is yes, an interesting move because i didn't realize that they had the capacity to really record like that you know well so pretty much uh the the article you're referring to is uh he did an interview i want to say with gq but let me get that straight but the point is he did a uh interview and um he was it with gq let me see uh actually it doesn't say but he recently did an interview and he said that uh he's been recording on his phone uh since Jesus. wow um, which is which is kind of crazy now it, it doesn't say he's been doing it the whole time it says uh, i believe 20 percent of his records uh-huh. of his verses have came from uh, his phone but nonetheless you know i don't think i've ever thought to myself oh this sounds like it was recorded on the iphone so um yeah, I don't know. It just it just goes to show, I guess, the technology is just keeps going up, and you can record technically anywhere. I mean, that's dope, but it also kind of takes away like the whole vibe of the studio, I guess, which is kind of honestly, which is something that I've always wanted to like like experience myself. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I, I agree. Um, you know, I I would agree that there is a whole vibe slash feeling kind of being you know in a place like that and. I'm sure Kanye has his own uh, studio at home, so I'm, I'm kind of curious as to why he, uh, I don't know if he just, you know, thought about it while he was getting his fucking McDonald's, or, I don't know. I don't know why he would just record it on his phone, but that's, that's what the man did. Man. I, don't, I don't know. Maybe he's trying to stay away from people, or, <clears throat> I mean, not stay away from people, but, you know, like, not like a Corona version, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just, yeah, like, stay away from people as in, like... I'm Kanye. Just I'm crazy. General. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, just that's probably the easiest way for him to do it. Yeah. I mean, I, but you one would assume that Kanye, as a producer and a rapper, would have a studio in his home. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. So I you mean, wouldn't that, that's, have that's to do it on your phone. I mean, I could understand like you're in the mood or you're 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 inspired and you're somewhere right now, so you take a voice note of that and then you and go then back you and it. go record it. But like you're just yep. taking the voice note and then just taking the audio file to your thing and just slapping it over a beat, like yeah. That, that's a little weird. Yeah, like, it, are you little, editing? It, it, are you editing it on the phone, or are you just putting raw tracks out there now? Right. Well, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure what w- what I would imagine happens is that he just records it raw on his phone and then just ed- edits it on his uh, you know, when he puts it on his his computer. I would assume. Mm-hmm. But you know, you never know what kind. Of... Yeah, very true. Very true. Never know. Yeah, man. Oh well, well, I mean, that's an interesting way to do it if you can do it, and it's actually, you know can be done well then hey more power to you that'll probably spark a whole new movement of people making more music and maybe, maybe it'll make more artists who knows because i mean you know, I've, I've, I've heard um that like the i've heard specifically uh i don't know if, if you're familiar with adam 21 or adam 20, i said 21 adam 22 uh he's uh kind of like um there's youtube videos and he has like a whole little uh show called no jumper i don't know if you ever heard of it no Mm-mm. but the, the point is that um you know, he, he brought up a good fact that the way music is made now is more or less different because everybody kind of just checks in. Like, people don't really write. They kind of just, like, say a couple lines and then stop recording. They say a couple lines and stop recording. So people don't really uh, sit down and write out a whole uh, 
a whole song anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why a lot of songs are all over the place as far as uh, as far as subject matter goes. Yeah. I guess. Um, so I don't know. Like I don't know if that has anything to do with you know again technology just being more better to be able to do that or you know what the case is. But um, just another thing to to look at. You know that everybody's style of making music is changing now. Yeah. So, um, Mm-hmm. Well, the technology is letting us do so. So I mean, it's gonna everything's gonna change and adapt to that. So right. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what? A, okay. So the baby just put out a new album. Like literally, yeah. I want to say like the other day or maybe a couple days ago. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Pretty much. Um. You know, I want to say this is his third album in the last. I don't know how long. But it's got to be twelve months. Like I, I, I yeah. don't think it can't be more than twelve months. Honestly. And yeah, if it is, and, uh, I think he's the first rapper to do that. Yeah, in a long time, or at least no, I think that, he's the first yeah. rapper to do that. Period. Though not now. I mean, are they are they official? Are they all three official albums? No, not mixtapes. Well, you know, nowadays it's kind of hard to tell because I feel like everybody, every rapper doesn't call their their albums albums. They yeah. call them projects or whatever the fuck dumb shit they want to. You know, because you know, again, I, I forgot who I, I heard say this first, but rappers will do this where they'll do that just in case the the album is, is shitty mm-hmm. and, and it's not well received, so they can just say, "Oh, you know, it was it was a uh, it was a mixtape, or it was a project." The, the real album is coming out next next year, mm. or some shit. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what what the deal is, but um, I've heard a couple songs from it, uh, namely the second one, I believe, uh, with Future, Light Skin Shit, and mm-hmm. it's just not bad. It's not bad. Okay. But I do have a problem with the fact that I feel like a lot of his music, which has already been said, kind of sounds a little repetitively yeah. or a little repetitive. So uh, I do feel like him putting out too much music might be an issue with his style of music. But I guess, you know, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we'll definitely have to wait and see because uh, his first album was good. His second album was even better. So yeah. who knows? This yeah. show could be the jump off, you know, for him. But yeah, yeah. I have to listen right. and see. I haven't gotten a chance to. I've only heard like a little clips of some stuff. I haven't even heard a whole song from it yet. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what other artists also put out uh, uh, albums with this whole quarantine thing. Because you got to think, everybody's doing something. You got to do something with your time. So I would hope rappers are actually rapping instead of just getting on IG Live all day. Yeah, one would hope so. <laughs> but uh, you never know. Uh, apparently. I have not heard the song yet, and I know you haven't, but apparently Juice World, Juice World and Anuel just released a new song together. So yeah. that ought to be pretty interesting. I have no idea what that's going to sound like. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I will say that I, I, I'm not really sure uh, if that's going to be, you know, a reggaeton type of beat or a rap type of beat because Anuel, he's, you know, he does both type of uh, music. I would assume it would be more so uh, towards the towards his type of sound yeah. i don't see Anuel doing you know uh the, like the emo rap type of music so i don't know we'll, we'll see how that goes okay. and i think the song is called no me ame oh okay no me ame like yeah. a-m-e yeah oh okay okay so yeah that might be all right we'll, we'll see now again sometimes you know i have an issue with Certain songs that get put out after artist's death because I, I I could never see them actually doing this song. Yeah, that's right. But true. you know, hopefully, hopefully this isn't the case with this song and it's actually something that you know would fit Juice's uh his whole you know image and sound. Yeah, I, I hope so, so too. 
And also in uh, new, <clears throat> excuse me, new music uh, news, Designer came out with a new song recently called Survivor. The song is actually pretty dope. Like, uh, it's, he's, I feel like he's rapping clearer and with more yeah. words than I've ever heard him rapping a song before. Yeah, yeah. And um, the only thing I would I would say, um, which I said this, you know, earlier when, when we were talking about it, is that I feel like the problem with, with Designer and why he can't be taking these long, super hiatus, super long hiatuses is because he sounds so much like future that the less we hear from designer the more that when he does come back we'll be like oh shit. we'll just be reminded by the fact that he sounds so much like future that's very true because when i when i first heard this song i was telling you i was like yo like i don't know i feel like he still sounds a lot like future and um i i don't i don't see that i feel like that's a big reason why you know people just don't push his music as hard I can get I can get behind that though because when I first heard it, if I hadn't seen that it was designer's song, I would have immediately thought it was future. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, I, I thought the same thing. So I mean, I don't know. I, we'll have to wait and see what happens with designer. Which again, I know that it's been it's crazy to think that it's been five or four years. I think since uh, since Panda came out, Damn. and uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that. And then I mean, he hasn't. And, and again, you know. We can have this conversation on, on a different episode, but like, you know, one hit wonders how, what are the, what are the percentages for people who have had one hit wonders? You know, mm-hmm. have, are they, are they ever, ever able to live up to that first hit? And unfortunately for most people, I feel like the answer is no. Yeah, that's true. When, when, when your hit becomes bigger than the actual artist. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And that's so always we'll a sad thing to see because it's like they could have put their heart and the soul into something, but that one hit over over overshines everything else. Now, and then then it's like because I mean that's the thing with musicians is that you're always looking for the next hit. Yeah, yeah. Now, and and you know, my question in all of this is 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 it the artist that just gets comfortable and they they let up and you know they don't they don't make the music that they you know probably could, or is it that just it just no matter what they can't live up to such a big song? You know, it's. It's kind of a hard uh yeah say, really. it really is i mean some artists i've seen some artists that just kind of never come back and do anything else like they just have that one, yeah. one hit and you never really hear anything else from them again then you yeah. have artists who come back and they have that one big ass song and then they have like two or three other songs and then they come out with another album and they have another couple songs that are you know mediocre mediocre but then they just kind of fizzle out and then there's the ones that you know there's, there's plenty of artists out there that have had that one big hit and that have been trying for years to have something else and nothing ever hits. Right. So, I mean, it's kind of a... I, I feel like the, the music world is, a, is like a mixed bag of, of those artists. No, it definitely is. It definitely is, though. And um, I don't know, man. It, it's just interesting to see um, how long certain artists have to... Especially nowadays, uh, to, to really come back from being away from so long. So... For sure. Honestly, you know what? That'd be an interesting tour to just see like a one hit wonders tour and have the people come on there, just do like the one or two mega hits that they do. And you get like a real short set, maybe three songs. Right. And then, right. And then get your ass off the stage and you get five <laughs> minutes for the setup. And then the next person comes on and does they one to three songs and then gets the hell off yeah. stage. Yeah. Like, can you imagine like two and a half hours of that? But it's nothing but hits. That joint would crank. <laughs> Yo. Hey, and then one hit wonders can eat. Hey, there you go. You're still getting that money. Nigga, that that actually, you know what, dog? We might be on to something. We might have hey. to not release this episode or at least cut this section off. Exactly. So, so we can 
we can fucking cash out on this idea. Idea trademarked. That, that really isn't a bad idea, dog. Like, if you think about it, have all these niggas with, you know, super big, super big songs. Hell yeah. Because and, and you, you know there's one of them, at least one of them every year. Of course. Like, I, I bet you don't remember this one song. I, I don't even know why this song came to mind right now. But I don't know if you remember the song that was like, Gotta count all of my God, I'm cashing out. Yeah, I'm catching now. Mm-hmm. Thirty, thirty, no, no, with that Nina. That's right. Yep, nigga. I don't even know who sang that song. I don't know where he's at right now, but I 100% know that song, which is kind of nuts. So, so I got like five, six artists off the top of my head we can put on that tour. Oh yeah, yeah. OT that's, Genesis that's, could be on that jump. Uh, nah. Look, I'm, let me tell you why that's not that's not the case because I feel like he's kept himself relevant through crip walking. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. I feel like when you're like somebody who hasn't had, who isn't, but he ain't got no hits. Walk, he ain't got no hits, but all go everything. No, that, you're thinking about Trinidad James. Trinidad James. That's what I'm thinking of. My bad. I fucked that up. <laughs> yeah, I was out. OT Genesis has a couple joints. I don't know he why. Why I thought that was OT Genesis. Oh my goodness. But he yeah, that's that what I'm thinking uh, of. He got that joint push it right. That's mm-hmm. him. Yeah, that joint cranks. That, that joint does one. crank though. But he had that one and he had love with the cocoa. Yep, that there you go. So, so he's he's had a couple. I mean, shit, he can he can do his three songs and get the hell off stage. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he wants to get that bag, just get on the tour. I'm telling you, you got that. You got that nigga Snow from back in the day. The, the reggae white nigga in former. That nigga is white. Yes, as the driven <laughs> snow, given his name. <laughs> And then you got who else? Oh, uh, you got Lil Zane calling me, calling me, calling me. Hey, Lil Zane, say my name. Yep. You know what's funny? That song that you were just saying uh, by Snow, mm-hmm. that joint was actually remade by Daddy Yankee. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And you know what he says? You know that part? Mm-hmm. That nigga says, when I said boom, boom, girl. <laughs> Yo, we have to also have another episode where we talk about how spanish artists and i'm sure it's not just spanish artists but this is what i hear i'm fucking spanish but these niggas love dog love to cover old songs oh and, yeah and try to act and, and, and hope that niggas don't remember that that song was a, a, a hit back in the day See, y'all, well the one that t- the one that got me from y'all was when they did sweet dreams they did the sweet dreams are made of these when they covered that joint i was done i was like look okay you don't have to send me that because i don't think i've ever heard that. you never heard that joint bro <laughs> no nah. that joint used to crank everywhere <laughs> what is it a merengue is it a salsa i can't remember it? it's i don't think it's a reggaeton jump but i think it's i think it's a um i think it's a bachata jump Oh, you might have to send me that. Now. Yeah, but they, they did that joint, and I was dying every time that song came <laughs> on. So I was like, this is not what this song is for at all. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Not at all. Bro. Oh, God. All right, well, let's let's go ahead and finish this episode out. There's two more things. Uh, go ahead and speak on this whole um, NBA young boy <laughs> versus Kodak Black and then Yaya Mayweather situation. Alright. Cause this, so, this is pure, like, fucking general hospital, fucking, just soap no, opera madness. Like, this is, no, this is nigga, nigga shit. This is, this is we in high school <laughs> bullshit. This is what this sounds like. We're gonna start a soap opera and call that shit NS, and it's gonna be for nigga shit. Nigga, nigga shit. shit. <laughs> That's what it means. And it's just gonna be a whole soap opera of nigga shit. Alright. 
So, in today's episode of Nigga Shit, <laughs> we got your boy, NBA Young Boy, uh, his supposed, uh, I believe it's his fiance, hmm. uh, Yaya Mayweather, who is also, might I add, Floyd Mayweather's daughter, um, which is very important. You won't understand why in a second. Um, and you also have Kodak Black. So, pretty much, long story short, if you have been keeping up, uh, Floyd Mayweather's daughter, Yaya, Ran up in NBA Youngboy's house, who is his supposed fiance, and he was there with his baby mom. Now, apparently something happened, and boom, 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 uh, Youngboy's daughter is now stabbed. Mm. Fighting, for, fighting for her life, and apparently she gets taken to the hospital, gets put in critical condition. I, I want to say she's fine. I didn't realize that now. was Youngboy's daughter. No, not his daughter, his baby mom. Oh, his baby mama, okay. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. She stabbed, okay. she stabbed, she stabbed young boy's baby mama. Uh-huh. So, uh, so yeah, so, you know, she gets taken to the hospital, uh, and they press charges on, on Floyd Mayweather's daughter. Uh-huh. Now, for, for those of you who haven't been keeping up, apparently she's facing up to 99 years in prison, which, if you guys have been keeping along with this whole celebrity thing, Celebrities don't usually really get time like that. Yeah, for real. So, but she technically gonna... ain't the celebrity. You gotta remember that. I was telling that to my roommate earlier. She, she said, she, she's Floyd May- Mayweather's daughter, not Floyd Mayweather. It don't matter, dog. Hey. She has access to Floyd Mayweather. There's plenty of stars. There's plenty of stars. Children that have gone to jail for shit, like in serious jail, like for real, for real. And the parents could not do shit about it. So I mean. Yeah. No, what, what what I'm saying though is right that I feel like she at least has access to top of the line lawyers. Oh yeah, that's true. I mean, I mean, they, very you know? very true, very true. But again, like that may not save her. No, yeah, you're right, you're right. But nonetheless, uh, she's facing 99 years. Um, and who else to come in and chime on this than the Kodak kid, young Kodak Black from prison, from, by the way, from prison, from prison. Yes, might might I add that he's keeping the streets rocking. From prison, mm-hmm. and he's out here, and pretty much was getting that uh, young boy saying, talking shit to him, saying that he snitched, and that uh, you know, pretty much he shouldn't have said anything to the police when they came questioning him about those situation, but he did. So mm-hmm. just a bunch of just ignorant, just nigga shit, really pointless nigga shit. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. This is it, NS. This is this is the show you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So um. So yeah, so long story short, man, these two have been going back and forth. These two have pretty much said it's on site when they see each other. It's kind of crazy that Kodak is saying all this from jail. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just a really crazy situation that's going on between between two young ass niggas that are just wilding. And it's probably some shit that really didn't need to be. It probably really oh, yeah. wasn't that like yeah. important or oppressing of a matter. It was just some dumb shit. It's just like I really don't understand it. I mean, I always know that there's going to be some tension between you know a girlfriend and a baby mama or a girlfriend and a and an ex wife or you know whatever right. the, whatever your situation is. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it should never ever have to come to that type of thing. I mean, y'all y'all cannot get along. But still get along to take care of the kids, you know what I'm saying? Or, yeah. or to at least communicate what's going on and stuff like that. But y'all ain't got to like each other, but what the fuck y'all need to be doing stabbing each other? That's just dumb. That's just retarded. Well, nah, 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 don't get it twisted. If, if, if it was the baby mama who had done the stabbing, then I'd agree. Mm-hmm. But in this case, I think it was just Floyd Mayweather's daughter just, just being a young girl who just, 
is wild, you know, because I, I want to say she's only 18 and uh, young boy, he might be like 20. So these are two really young people yeah. that are just, you know, so I don't know, man. Oh, man. Crazy, bro. I don't know. If I don't like somebody, my first reaction is not to stab them. So I don't, I don't know. That's just me. <laughs> that's, that's just me you might be right you might be right <laughs> all right and right. lastly before we get up out of here today y'all um we gave y'all a nice long show today nice, um nice. there's been a couple of people in the hip-hop community that have come down with the covid19 i'm sure there's more that just haven't actually said anything but right now i think we already mentioned scarface last week um, but if we didn't, Scarface, the rapper from Houston, has it. Blim Thug, uh, also a Southern rapper, has it as well. Both have been on the, you know, or Slim Thug even got online and was like, you know, you know, I did everything they told me to do. I got the face mask. I'm Purelling the shit out of my hands. Yeah. I sanitized everything. And I, what still, he didn't do, I stayed home and what still he, got it. What he didn't do, which I hate to be the one to say it like this, is that he, and again, I'm doing the same thing, mm-hmm. is that he didn't cut his beard. And that's oh, why I got yeah. it. I've seen a lot of people have been getting that shit. It's just through not uh, shaving their beard. Yeah, they said so, because um, the uh, the mask can't uh, cover the beard and your your face completely, so you can still catch it. Right, exactly. And, it, exactly. and I guess it sits like if it if it is exposed to your beard, it'll just sit on your beard for a while, probably. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I would assume it's the same. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. well, shit, I'm glad yeah. I cut my joint down even before. Man, honestly, I still have it, but. Uh, I ain't going nowhere other than <laughs> fucking up the streets of my job and back. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, uh, not shout out to everybody on the hip hop community that's going through it. Stay safe. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just, you know, let's, yeah. let's get through this, man. Let's see what well, YNW Melly got it up in jail. Yeah. And, which is crazy, uh, too. DJ Jazzy Jeff got it, but apparently is recovering from it. But he even said it was no joke. And actually, I talked to one of my boys in, um, uh, in, in um, my boy Andrew in New York. And he actually has the, the coronavirus. And oh, yeah. he's in his, like, you know, like, mid to late 20s, uh, kind of around your age. Uh, yeah, right. And he was just like, yeah, this shit is no fucking joke. He was like, for, like, two straight weeks, like, I was just, like, coughing like I had black lung. And the shit, it was like my chest was caving in. And everything hurt. And I was, you know, sweating. And I had the fever. And my body just was fucking aching and sore. And he's like, man, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. I was like, damn, dog, that's serious. But, like, I'm sorry know, to hear the that. Crazy, the crazy thing about it is, though, that, like, I, I don't know, man. I just feel like it's you hear stories like that, but you also hear the opposite, you know? Yeah. That, that people don't really have much symptoms. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like... And again, I'm not saying that the people who do have the symptoms don't really have them, but what I'm saying is, it's, it's so crazy how this thing is such a wide, uh, like, it, it could, it could, it like, what I'm saying, like, what I'm trying to say is that it could, it could have all different kinds of symptoms. Yeah, it's not it, hits, just, it hits everyone different. Some people get it yeah. and they never really get sick at all. They just, you're a person that has it, it, you can catch it from them and then it goes away from them. Some people get really fucking sick, some people get kinda sick, you know what I'm saying? So like, it, it just hits everybody fucking differently, like, you, you may not even, uh, you may not even realize that you fucking have it, because, um, you just don't, you know, like, you might have like a scratchy throat, you know, maybe a, a, a slight cough that's not really doing that much, but, um, you know, like, you could end up having it and just have, you're one of the people that just exhibits slight, slight symptoms, so. And, like, as, as two niggas who are part of, uh, Smack City community, mm-hmm. um, that's another thing that, like, you know, as we smoke, 
sometimes you think, oh, it's just the the smoking cough or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that could also be something that you know could be you know something more serious. Exactly. So. Oh, and apparently yeah. they're just telling they're trying to tell people, especially <coughs> the black and Latino people in our community, yeah. that uh, we shouldn't be we should like stop smoking weed and not drink as yeah. much. And uh, any other recreational drugs, because that apparently can affect your immune system and can leave you more vulnerable to catching the coronavirus. Uh, whether that has been scientifically proven to be true, we do not know. Yes. But niggas is still out here doing everything the fuck that they do. So Hell that has yeah, not I... dissuaded black people at all. <laughs> as, as I could probably hear, I just took a bone here right now. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> I just know that I'm gonna take the preventative measures by staying my fucking ass at home, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, not really coming in contact with nobody, which shouldn't be too hard for me anyway. So, hey. you know, I'm always yeah. a house body, but at the same time, I can only be in the house for so long before I need to go somewhere. <laughs> nah, nah, nigga, no. Believe me, as somebody who's, <coughs> I'm 100 percent a house, a house, house body. Is that what yeah, home body, home body. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, this shit's starting to eat me up, like. I feel like I need at least one day where I actually interact with people. Yeah, you know true. what I mean. As opposed to just every day, just chilling here, and I don't know, it's just kind of crazy. Yeah, it just, it drives you a little nuts after a while. But I mean, that's the whole thing with just being stuck someplace and not being able to go. It's kind of like it's like it's like when we had the blizzards, but like ten times worse at this point. Yeah, but you know, you know, it's funny. I was talking about the show with my family. How like at least the blizzards, you would you would look out your window and you would see, oh, okay, that's why I can't go out. Mm-hmm. But like now, nigga, it's like everything seems normal, but one hundred percent isn't. You go outside, you gonna die because of coronavirus. <laughs> That's a fact, man. But this, this shit is fact. getting wild out here, y'all. Everybody, you know, stay your ass at home as much as you can. Wash your hands, Purell, if you can still get some. Fucking, you know, disinfect your shit, wash your shit, wash your ass. Just wash and be clean in general. Don't take unnecessary yeah. risks. Don't, don't be dealing with a whole bunch of <coughs> unnecessary people. And everybody tries to say, everybody's like, you know what? Just, you know, use your vibrator, use your hand, you know, and get get through the corona without trying to go hook up with anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't tell grown niggas and grown chicks what to do. So if y'all gonna do it, be as safe as you possibly can. I seen. It's funny. I seen a, a post. That was like that. Nowadays, when some when a girl asks you to be safe or if you have protection, mm-hmm. it's 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 not a condom anymore. It's a a, a mask. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just I don't know. It's just it's pretty kind of funny. It's ridiculous, man. Coronavirus memes have been live. If you haven't seen them joints, I will get online and just fucking hashtag look up the hashtag coronavirus and see the ridiculousness that flows with it. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's it's you know, and I, I'll never, you know, this this was the case when everybody remember. Do you remember, this almost seems like a lifetime ago, mm. when World War Three was trending on Twitter. Oh, yeah. And, like, <clears throat> and it almost seemed like we were going to go to World War Three. That was like, what, not even, even three months ago? <laughs> nigga, that was not even three months ago. <laughs> and it seems like that shit happened years ago. I'm telling you. Yo, this is going to be like the <laughs> longest administration of our lives, dog. We'll, ne- we'll never have had a president that we feel like has been in, pre- in, in power so long ever again. You I know, honestly, I, I don't feel like it's been that long, dog. Like, I feel like it's... It's kind of flown through. So I, I, I honestly feel like it happened like last year. I don't know why. There's I just, just I so just much like, stuff that happened in the last three years. Yeah, it's just like, nah. I can't believe that that much has happened in three years. Like, it's just. No, nah, that is true. <laughs> that is very true. That is very true. All right. Well, let's go ahead and end the episode here. 
I didn't come prepared, but do you have an album suggestion for today? <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. Well, while I didn't come prepared, I'm going to just go with... Damn, nah, I definitely didn't come prepared at all. I um, didn't either. That's the sad part. God damn. You know what? We're going to get you with an old scooter just because we were talking about the shit earlier. Check out... Even I've only heard the one song, but I'll take your word for it. Check out Moment of Truth by Gangstar. Hey. Obviously, all produced by uh, DJ Premier. Mm-hmm. So, it's definitely something that, uh, for all my real hip-hop heads out there, is going to want to check out, If you, have, which I'm sure y'all probably already have. Hell yeah. Uh, but, but definitely check out Moment of Truth, Gangstar. Okay. And keeping in the spirit of that, I'm going to go ahead and suggest everybody check out Ghostface Killer, Iron Man, the album called Iron Man. Uh, many of these tracks, of course, are produced by the RZA. Uh, mm. But there's there's many a vicious song on here. Daytona 500, Assassination Day is on there with uh, RZA and Wayquan. That's a dope ass fucking track. And there's a bunch of like they have um, from the old school like Marvel cartoons. Like they right, have like right. uh, I don't know if you've ever seen one, but like they'll have like the narrator that is like saying what's going on in the episode and like okay, oh, okay now it's like, time yeah, for the Invincible Iron Man to suit up and blah 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 blah. blah. So he's got like yeah. pieces of that put into the into the album strategically so you can actually think that this man who of course one of ghostface's nicknames is tony starks so he goes also by iron man so like it's it it just plays into it really really viciously it's a dope ass album so go ahead and check out iron band by ghostface killer definitely gonna check that out all right definitely is that he's who goes by uh tony starks yeah he goes by tony starks and um so I seen somebody. I somebody was. Uh, is is he the one who who with the purple tape? No, the purple tape is um is Raekwon. Raekwon. Yeah, that's he's got uh you know that song sure says us goes tell me Matola. Oh okay okay that's yeah, that's yeah, him yeah. that's not on this album but that's that's his his work. Okay, because I, no, I was I was looking up uh I guess again this shit put me in the YouTube rabbit hole I was looking up a whole bunch of like Wu Tang shit and. You just talking about how like it's crazy how there's an album that everybody knows as the Purple Tape, but mm-hmm. it's not called the Purple Tape. Yeah, that's the Raekwon, uh, the Raekwon uh, built for Cuban Links. I think it's called. Which I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's probably the, the history. Of, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's definitely it. Yep. Yeah. It's because the whole album is purple. Is that why? Like the whole cover is purple. Yeah. So the, the they used to call it the Purple Tape because back then it actually came out on tapes. Oh, true, 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 true. Yeah. So, you learn something new every day. You know All right, well, let's get up out of here for today, y'all. Thank y'all, everybody, for listening. Again, bringing y'all the uh, the the I guess the third or the fourth coronavirus edition. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, 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 yeah. At some point, we won't even be keeping track. That's how long we'll be in this shit, dog. Basically, basically, we hope everybody's doing well. You know, you can catch us on Instagram and Twitter at HQ Podcast, and yes. Spell it out. Spell it all out. Spell it out, big baby. Whole thing out. Just spell it out. Yes, sir. You know, you can find us to listen to on uh, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Speaker, Stitcher, and Spotify. That's actually seven jumps you can check us out on. Yeah, there we, you go. We up there. No excuses. Hey. Man. And also, you can check us out on Facebook by going to Facebook.com and searching out Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Also, shout out to... Hold on, I'm not prepared for this because I just remembered it, but let me go look it up. 
See if I actually came like I had nothing to do all day and I'm still not prepared. What kind of hey, dog, that that's like the story of my life, dog. <laughs> and, and I find reasons as to why that is and you know, I'll let you know when I find it out. <laughs> I'll let you know. Alright, uh we had a little write up in um in a in an online thing. Oh, yeah, CFT yeah. culture. Um the website, one of their their editor in chief, uh, named Mr. Ford at Talented Mr. Ford on Instagram, wrote up a nice little write up about our podcast, and we <laughs> and we really really appreciate what you said. We're very proud to bring the show to you guys and do everything that we can to make yes, it sir. as good as we can. And we always hope that you guys enjoy it. Nah, yeah, definitely. Thank you for uh, you know bringing us up in, in your piece, and uh, definitely check that out if, if you guys haven't already. Um, and you know, we just appreciate everybody, everybody who, who listens to us and has given us a chance to uh, give you two niggas who know uh, considerably less than everybody else does and what they do. But we try to give it our own take. So we appreciate you guys for uh, you know tuning in and rocking with us. Exactly. So go ahead and check out Creators for the Culture. That's what CFT Culture stands for. Creators for the Culture. You can look them up on um, on Twitter at cft culture cft yes, culture sir. and uh again thanks again and to everybody around the world and back around here to the united states we're dealing with this bullshit we're going to get yep. through it together keep your hands washed keep your ass washed stay safe wear your mask don't do anything stupid we love you we out peace peace